from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. My name is Father Hank Van Meijel. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contribution from three donors. The first is an anonymous donor from New Westminster, British Columbia, to strengthen the faith of his family and for the repose of the souls of family members. The second are Al Sheet and Angel de Gagne from Ottawa, Ontario, for the physical and spiritual healing of their family and for the repose of souls of family members. The third is Hilda Kunz from Formosa, Ontario, in memory of her late husband Elf, and in thanksgiving for many blessings received. Or thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. And as we have placed ourselves before the Lord, knowing that we are not perfect, you were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. And let us pray. O God, who, for the salvation of the world, brought about the paschal sacrifice by favorable to the supplications of your people, so that Christ, our High Priest, interceding on our behalf, may by his likeness or to ourselves bring us reconciliation, and by his quality with you free us from our sins. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the temple police had brought the apostles from preaching in the temple, they had them stand before the council. The high priest questioned them, saying, We gave you strict orders not to teach in his name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you are determined to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the apostles answered, we must obey God rather than any human authority. The God of our ancestors raised up Jesus, whom you had killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior that he might give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to this, these things, and so is the Holy Spirit from God has given to those who obey him. When the members of the council heard this, they were enraged, and they wanted to kill him. The word of the Lord. continually be in my mind. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks about earthly things. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, yet no one accepts his testimony. Whoever has accepted his testimony has certified this, that God is true. He whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has placed all things in his hands. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever disobeys the Son will not see life, but must endure God's wrath. The Gospel of the Lord. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. It is so easy, it's so easy to say, but to, to, to be a Christian, 
to be on the road of God is like a two-edged sword. First of all, it, we have to offer our sufferings up to God, and that is hard to do. But also the other side is God will always give us strength in our suffering. No matter what our suffering is, the more we can open up, the more God will give strength. And this is especially in the first readings. The, I can imagine how the Jewish leadership, they must have been astonished that here two of disciples, those wayward fishermen who did not have any education whatsoever, they had all the words to say, and they were not afraid. Nobody could stop them. Even if they would get killed, it could not be stopped. The same disciples who a few weeks before, they were sitting in a room going, I'm so scared, what will happen? But the more we can give ourselves to God, the more we accept the mystery of God. We don't have to understand. I don't have to understand. The more we can do that, the more God can use us. But to most of us, and I always would say all of us, to come to God, we will have to suffer. And if someone says, uh, I never have suffered in my life, I just say, oh, don't worry, just hang on a while. You'll get, it'll, it'll come to you. You will suffer. You will have disappointments. It's part of life. But it's about how we go about it. It's about how we go about it. And the more we can give it, to God, the more we can say to God, use my suffering as a prayer. And today on the universal calendar, it's not in our Canadian calendar, but uh, we have blessed Gabriella Sagadu, I hope I pronounced the last name properly, an Italian, she's blessed, she's not a saint yet, and she died at age 25. And uh, Maria Gabriella, she was not an easy child. She was not easy. And she would be rebellious, quick to point out other people's uh, problems and criticize and so on. But it, again, there was something in her life, although she was not easy to get along with as a child, she loved the catechism and so on. And she even taught catechism at one point uh, even the local parish priest, as she was teaching, she, she took, he took the stick out of her hand and said, this is not how you teach with a stick. You know, it's another time. This is 100 years ago. But when she was 18, something happened in her life. And at age 21, she entered the Trappistin Monastery. Trap, uh, Trappistin, very uh, strict order, pray, and work. And in 1938, as in the week of, as they prayed for Christian unification, she offered up her life, her whole life for Christian unity. And never been sick in her life, and then she got tuberculosis. And she, uh, and as you know, tuberculosis, a coronavirus, it goes to the lungs, it's not pretty. And in those days, there was absolutely not much they couldn't do. Well, there was some medication. 
for the next 15 months, she prayed in joy. She prayed in joy. It's not a pretty disease. And as she coughed up blood and all, all of that what goes with it, just like Therese of Lejeux. But she offered herself up, literally going with Jesus on the cross. And we can learn so much of her. Actually, in, uh, after she died in 1939, in uh, 1957, when they exhumed her body, she was incorrupt, a sign of a true saint. Incorrupt body. And, but she, like so many other saints, she taught us, and te teaches me anyway, that it's so easy to get stuck in our own suffering. Why does this have to happen to me? Could it not be any different? Or uh, someone says, uh, uh, but this was not supposed to happen. Well, who says it was not supposed to happen? Are you, uh, is anyone exempt? And so, blessed Maria Gabriel, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, we glorify Mother Teresa of Calcutta, like if it was just so easy to go to the slums and to take care of it and to work among all kinds of diseases and a messiness and a smell and so on. There was a lot of stuff happening before in Mother Teresa's life too, as she was living a fairly comfortable life in community at the Loretto Sisters was doing wonderful work as a teacher, by the way, as a Loretto sister. But she embraced suffering. Embraced suffering for she could see the little children in the ghettos, in the mess, and she could see there was no one to be there and to bring God's love. And she brought God's love. She literally would be with Jesus on the cross too in her own way, just like Blessed Maria Gabriella would be laying in bed most of the time for the last 15 months of her life, suffering, praying with a smile. And this is the mystery of our human existence. We, we can so easily get down on ourselves. It's so easy for me when something happens to me, say, oh, why does this have to happen to me? And I always have to pull myself out of it, literally sometimes saying, hey, Hanky, get over it. Get over it. I have to tell that myself, because suffering can be such a beautiful prayer. It can be such a beautiful prayer, and especially when we are sitting there in the silence of suffering, especially as we get older, my own brothers, in the Society of Jesus, if they cannot do any more ministry, they are assigned to the apostleship of prayer, praying for the church. Even if they are in palliative care, they're asked to pray for others. What a beautiful way, what a beautiful vocation it can be. No one is exempt of a vocation of a calling of God. You don't have to be religious. It doesn't matter, even in retirement, a grandmother or whoever we are. Amen. And so let us bring our prayers before the Lord. 
and let us pray for all those in the daily TV mass community that have asked to be included in our prayer intention book. During this Easter season, the hope that comes from the risen Lord, may it strengthen those in our community suffering from physical and emotional difficulties. We pray to the Lord. We pray that this Easter season will grant many the time to reflect on the resurrection of our Lord Jesus and its life-giving signs for all those who struggle to believe. We pray to the Lord. We pray with Pope Francis that those suffering from addictions may be helped and accompanied. We pray to the Lord. We pray that those who mourn the death of loved ones will find encouragement in the revelation of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We pray to the Lord. And for these prayers, and the prayers in the silence of our own hearts, we lift them up to you, Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, Lord, and may your sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquities. Cleanse me of my sins. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands, the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good holy church. May your prayers rise up to you, O Lord, together with the sacrificial offerings, so that purified by your graciousness, we may be conformed to the mysteries of your mighty love through Christ. O oh Lord, Amen. the Lord be with you. With lift up your hearts. Lift them up Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is, right and just. it is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O oh Lord, but in this time above all to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sanctified. Through him, the children of light rise to eternal life, and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful, for his death is all ransom from death, and in his rising the life of all has risen. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exult in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, o Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis or Pope, Thomas or Bishop, the Canadian bishops, the clergy, and the entire people you have called your own. Remember also our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, our spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And at the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. 
Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And let us offer each other a sign of peace. of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you were already there, I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you. Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. And let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who restore us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ, increase in us, we pray, the fruits of this Paschal sacrament and pour into our hearts the strength of this saving food through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.
Please remember that all requests for prayers are included in our Prayer Intentions book and shared with all of our celebrants.